you know, clean out the stock and, uh, and move into the next financial year. Our reporting, mm. for those that don't know, is um, July 1. So financial year is July 1 to June 30. Yeah. Um, some countries run very differently. So the UK does calendar year. So it's Jan 1 to okay. December 31. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Resort Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Please put your phone down now. Mate, put your phone down. Hello, hello. Hi. Again. <laughs> Bit of an unfamiliar voice on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Where have you been, mate? Oh, hell busy. Where mate. have you bloody been? <laughs> Just a bit busy, yeah. So, actually, funny that um, Britt was pointing out that I hadn't really done a podcast for a while. And, Look, I was uh, getting DMs uh, saying I should change my intro on my <laughs> podcast because, you know, you've bailed on me. I didn't bail. <laughs> Just how busy. Now I got carried away. So, obviously, we moved back to Perth and I got carried away hanging out with all my friends I hadn't seen for ages and you were a bit the same. So, you were doing... Yeah, but I still commit. Yeah, but you did... I podcast- still show up. <laughs> you did podcasts during the week and I wasn't available to do them during the week. But anyway. Yeah, I so, do. I mean, funny that I do work during work hours yeah you do you do imagine that um but yeah apologies uh, team everybody um been away for a while but now i'm back so i think you're going to commit one podcast with me and then i think you're going to interview someone cool in between and keep yes it, keep oh it my funky. gosh i'm so excited for next week's episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> please go on yes i interviewed rosie Rees, who is the yoni queen and yeah. i I'm so excited. I haven't been nervous to interview anyone in a really long time. So I was a little bit nervous. My questions weren't coming out. All right. Because I was just like, oh my God. Does that mean I'm going to have to edit it? No, it was great. There's nothing to like, yeah, you're going to have to extract the audio because we did it over Zoom Mm -hmm. instead of Zencaster. But it's a good one. It's a juicy one. Good. Yeah. Juicy. Very feminine. And that's the thing. I thought I'd come back and insert some masculine energy back into this podcast. Uh-huh. It's gone down the, the female train a bit bit much, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure thing. And anyway, so I guess what we wanted to talk about today is sort of a prevalent conversation. So I've been having this chat with a couple of the people that I do uh, business coaching with. Um, important time of the year which i think end of financial year. yes 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 end of financial year so i think everybody knows end of financial year is like the sales year where you can get some good discounts which is it's not time to incorrect. spend it correct it's instead time to of spend it. send it you spend it <laughs> fair enough so i've been been sending it too much and not spending it enough no um so basically i mean i think everybody knows when you go down to the shops you'll get a bit of a discount and end of financial year sales a couple of reasons for that obviously you know businesses want to want to have a big big month and put some numbers on the board and it's really really good if they obviously show the numbers that they've sold for their business um so they normally do a bit of discounts move some stock along and you know if you've got a product it's good to just get it out and 
you know, clean out the stock and uh, and move into the next financial year. Our reporting, mm. for those that don't know, is um, July 1. So financial year is July 1 to June 30. Yeah. Um, some countries run very differently. So the UK does calendar year. So it's Jan 1 to December mm-hmm. 31. 30, yeah. 31. And yeah. speaking of, if you're tuning into today's episode, you will be receiving 30% off everything. So including my course, <laughs> the membership. <laughs> yep. End of financial year sales, mate. Get in. <laughs> the code is Poddy, P-O-D-D-Y, yep. and I'll put it in the notes below. But if you're tuning in and you would like to jump on the course or you'd like to get on the presets or anything, yep. there's your code. Get it done. Yeah. And uh, obviously for us as well as a business, um, end of financial year is also the time where it's a good time to spend money. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you want to take advantage of the discounts. I think that's pretty obvious um but also you know in in a corporate world when you actually have money saved at the end of the financial year it's called retained earnings is that for both company and individual no yeah so individual tax year is exactly the same as company tax year Mm -hmm. it's it's you know country based but whatever you get paid within the calendar year is your set income for the year Mm -hmm. but when you're in a business whatever you've earned throughout that year if you save like you know 100 grand you generally have to pay the corporate tax rate, which I think is 27% or 27.5%. So you pay 27% of 100 grand if it's in your bank account. If it's in your bank account, correct. So generally speaking, it's a, it's a, a, a good idea for you to um, you know go ahead and buy the things that you might want to buy, um, which we were looking at pretty solidly and obviously looking at getting a... Um, uh, you know, a new laptop. Um, we <laughs> was really, really hoping to get the new MacBook, which was uh, meant to be released at WWC at 21, which uh, didn't happen, which is a bit frustrating for myself. I was pretty keen to get a new 16-inch MacBook Pro so I can start doing YouTube videos again. Um, that was pretty funny, hey? We went to JB Hi-Fi <laughs> and Bart's trying to be all funny and he's like, what happened? Why Why isn't the uh, Apple... In- yeah. Oh. Yeah, this dude, he was an Apple representative and he was basically like, uh, I was just making a joke with him and I was like, oh, mate, like, can, can what happened with Apple? How come you didn't release a new laptop? Like, it's a really good time for us to buy one. Like, I think that's a, a bit of a stuff up. And the dude was super dry and he's like, I don't tell Apple what to do. And I was like, well, I don't think anyone does, mate. I was just, never just mind. Trying to make a joke. <laughs> never mind, bro. Have, have a good Arvo. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, for us, I mean, if, if you've got a purchase decision that you were thinking about doing, uh, highly recommend doing it just before the 31st. Um, if you've got some money in the bank and you are obviously a business, um, it's it's uh, obviously offsets that tax. So if you were going to buy a laptop and you do it in July rather than June, you're going to pay tax on the money that was saved across that period. So sometimes it's prudent just to go out there and uh, pay for some things that you wanted to pay for. For us, you know, we did a couple of I'm not going to call them sneaky, but um, strategic moves. So a couple of our platforms and a couple of the software. um, This is my idea. Your idea. Don't don't get credit for my idea. It's not your idea. "Mm, (laughs) Okay. Yes. All of our maybe all of our subscriptions. You know, like Planoly and all of the subscription things that we use, like Kajabi. Yeah everything for email and stuff and I was like why don't we just buy out the whole year subscription now yep and that will help yeah correct the- and it's a cash flow conversation right so I was like oh I've got a little bit of cash in June what I'm going to do is go and spend that on on all these these apps and platforms and stuff that you want to do yeah. um, and then obviously in the next couple of months you won't see that bill so then you've got an opportunity to put some more cash in the bank, right? So yeah. it's like a sort of a cash flow piece, which is pretty interesting. Um, and, you know, we did 
I think all the software, we basically hit up all our software providers and said, hey guys, you know, can we just pay a year in advance? Interestingly enough, as well, a lot of them give you a discount if you pay up front. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're not going to buy stuff that, you know, we're not going to use a hell of a lot. We, we paid for all the stuff that we know we're going to be using. Yeah. So don't just... Like Kajabi, you know, like where the course is yep. posted and where we send out all our emails and everything. It's yeah. a great platform. Yep. And it's not going anywhere in a hurry. Yeah, exactly right. And then also, you know, I mean, we're on the... I don't know what cycle it is, but we're on the iPhone 11 Pros at the moment. We're not on the 12s. So we'll be getting new phones in September. So our contract runs out in October, September, October, something like that. Whatever. Anyway, so I paid it out for like five months. I was like, cool, we'll just pay out our phone contracts. So now we own our phones and we don't, you know, when the new ones come out, we can just order them straight away. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things like that, which I think were, were pretty good to, to minimize our tax and obviously you know, financial advice and tax advice, I would highly recommend you actually speak to an accountant and get a good accountant, but also, Definitely. yeah, but we have some good tips. Yeah. Yeah. Think practically about how to do it. So, um, one of the guys I work with, Jack Corbett had a, a really, really stellar year and he's like, you know, he's got a, a nice chunk of cash in the bank. Um, and he's like, Oh, what do I do? And I was like, look, mate, talk to your tax accountant. There's a couple of creative things you can do at the entry level, you know, pay off for your software, pay off for your, uh, your phones, whatever, buy a new laptop if you're going to do it and all that sort of stuff. Get it out of the way, take advantage of the sales and you get like sort of a double hit, which I think is pretty clear. But then there's some other things you can do. I mean, you know, we, uh, obviously we had a, a bit of money there as well. So we like, you know, chipped in, in a, a little bit extra into super, um, just to offset your personal tax and, and that sort of stuff. So, you know, the end of financial year is a really good time to do that is obviously to, to sort of do all your books, figure out what you've, what, what you need to pay for, pay for it. But then the other thing that's pretty interesting is obviously it's good for us to see what the full financial year looked like. And this is what where, where sort of your, your planning and your tax planning come into play. So what we're going to do 1st of July, whatever, it'll be the 3rd or 2nd, I think, whatever the Friday is, Saturday, we're going to sit down and we're going to do a year in review. Uh, and we're going to sit down and have a look at, you know, look at how much money was made in the year, look at which were the good months, which were the bad months, and then start going down the stack a little bit and seeing like what products were really, really good, um, what worked well for us, what didn't work well for us. Um, and sort of figure out, you know, how much money on average per month you were making, how much average per week you were making, what our costs were, what our biggest costs were, what our smallest costs were, uh, and then just trying to figure out what the next 12 months are going to look like. So we actually put some goals in place. Yeah, correct. So this goes back to a goal setting piece, right? So, um, you know, we obviously want to, you know, grow the business, grow the revenue, which I think everybody wants to do. Um, but analyzing your year on year performance, uh, is a really good way of doing it. Right. And it's pretty straightforward. Like if you made, you know, $50,000, uh, in the first year and you, you've been running for three years and next year you made $75,000, you know, that's a 50% increase on revenue. So it's a good time to pat yourself on the back and say, you know, last year I did X, this year I did Y, um, and then trying to understand where the revenue came Next from. Sure, we make a million dollars. <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm down joke, with that. But I'm not joking. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, go for it. But I think also a lot of people, um, you know, have these big dreams where they actually want to go and make a stupid amount of money. But they also... Like yeah, well, it's not, a bad, it's not a bad thing at all. But we also need to look at, you know, a, a good business is slow, relatively slow, 
positive incremental growth over time that's extremely stable, right? So if your if your business is growing 50% year on year every year, that's incredible, right? Like not many businesses can do that and your business was well over 50%. So next year though, because the business is slightly bigger, it's harder to achieve the same percentage in theory. But, you know, it's totally possible, but it's just, I think people need to understand how to actually analyze that and be like, look, you know, last year I made 100K, this year I made 200K, that's huge. But then next year to double the business again is going to take a lot of effort from 200K to 400K, do you know what I mean? So it's just, it is very exciting. And look, I'm throwing random numbers out here. It really depends what your goals are. And then also... The other thing that I was I was speaking to to a couple of people about is also having a practical approach where your business growth and I think that you're coming into your own a bit about this is having a lifestyle that suits. So, you know, yeah, you can earn a million dollars, but if you're sleeping four hours a night, oh, it's no. not sustainable, mate. Mm-mm. Like it's just not right. So, you know, you need to think practically. Like, look, if I earn you know a hundred grand a year, but I work three days a week and I'm traveling all the time, yeah. that's a good life. Right, like why would you yeah. then work six days a week to earn 200 grand and not have a life? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So there's that yeah. balancing conversation. I feel like this year that was my big thing, work-life balance, especially moving back here because I yeah. just want weekends for my friends and family. Yeah. And Saturdays for the boys. <laughs> And girls, girls. Correct. Yeah. No, I spend it with the boys too. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Mate, if you start playing golf, I'm going to get made redundant now. Yeah, because I'll beat you. <laughs> you beat me once at putt-putt, bro. Like, that's it, eh? Uh, that's it. He won't let me play again. No, we're not playing again, mate. Yeah, Strategic. You know, why, why go into a battle if you know you're going to lose? No good. Um, but look, so it is. The, the work-life balance and the financial stuff and all that sort of bits and pieces is, is a rolling conversation. And I think last year, especially in lockdown and all that other stuff, you know, we were locked in. So we did a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's also the reason why I haven't done a hell of a lot of pod- podcasts because it's been like in WA, it's super free, super open. So I'm just like rocking up and just seeing everybody and not having any restrictions, which is a bit, a bit nice. Mm. But I think now we kind of settled down into a place where we can start doing some work again and saying no to a couple of things. And I don't think so. I mean, I've been working the whole time. Yeah, no, I'm not saying not work. <laughs> what I'm saying is like we did nothing but work and then... That's know, true. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have any work-life balance really no, over no, there. We didn't really, well, we didn't really have an option, right? I mean, when you're in lockdown, you're like, right, you either watch Netflix, play PlayStation or work. Mm. And for us, it's like, you know, we did a bit of... All of that actually, because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, the, the the planning and the forecasting and that sort of stuff is is really really good to do in arrears for the past twelve months, and then really good to put in a plan for the next twelve months. Mm. But you know, from a mental health perspective, I think it's also good for people to understand what an effective, um, you know, effective plan is that's actually going to make you happy and keep you going. Because you know, if you're going, you work your ass off, do mm. you know, 18 hour days for a year straight, you're going to burn out. And then the year after that, you're going to struggle, right? Like yeah. it's just, it's not going to work. So there's still weeks where I do have that, like weeks where I'm doing say webinars or a challenge or something where I have to do extra like energy output. And then I do feel that. And then like I get to Friday and I, I want to cry because I'm having like a mental breakdown. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like this year I've really found work-life balance. Yeah, and that's how it should be, right? And then also, you know, the, taking the micro wins and the, and the pat on the back and doing the, the culture piece as you will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and now that you're back in Perth, you're taking your team out for end of month lunch. It's really, really nice. Like, good job, team. High five. Let's have a couple of cocktails and, you know, whatever else. 
that sort of stuff's really good. And, you know, planning these things too, I think are important. Um, so again, talking to Jack, I was like, mate, you had a great year. Go take you and the missus out for a very expensive dinner and just splurge a little bit, mate, and just enjoy it. And he was like, yeah, actually, that's a really good idea because, you know, a lot of people end up getting attached to this number in the bank which everybody does. Mm. And then you're like, oh, well. You got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why you want to make it. Yeah, so correct. That you can live that lifestyle. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, exactly right. And this is where the, I think the lifestyle piece comes in. I was, I was having a chat to one of my mates the other day and it's like, so what do you want to do? You know, if money was not an option, what would you want to do? It's like, oh, I want to do this. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, when this happens, I will do that. So mm-hmm. like, oh, if I won the lottery, I'd do that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if you're on the way there, why don't you start doing some of that stuff anyway? So by the time you get there, just it feels natural, if that yeah. makes sense. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, plan properly, take a bit of time for yourself, make sure mm. you get a bit of work-life balance in there. And, and I'm excited. I've got myself a new business mentor um, a couple of months ago and fully restructured a lot of our packages and yep. everything in the business. So... I'm very excited for the next financial year. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, like business is one of those constantly improving um, time spending activities where you actually probably need to reassess your business and and your go-to-market strategy all the time to make sure Mm -hmm. that you're still relevant and you're still priced correctly and you're still, you know, getting the wins that you can. Um, and I think, you know, generally speaking, when people do planning, they do it quarterly. So every single three months, do a three-month review, three-month three, three ahead, which is your sort of, you know, short-run plan. Your medium-run plan is 12 months and your long-run plan is three to five years. So when you're doing that business plan, like, where do I want to be in five years? Cool. So what do I need to do to get there? X, Y, and Z. Then what do I need to do in the next one to two years to support that major goal? Go and write that down. Yeah. And then you look at your next 12 months, which is, you know, your, your financial year. You're like, right, these are the goals I want to do. And then most people freak out. They're like, oh, my God, $200,000 in a year. Sounds like much. But then you're like, all right, cool. $200,000 a year. Divide that by. making 50K a month. Yeah, I know, but you know, it, it's it, not that much. Yeah, but <laughs> it's all relative, right? But I think what we're trying to do is is reverse it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, okay, yeah, I know. But if you want to do 120k a year, and you're like, cool, how much do I need to do that? It's 10 grand a month, mm-hmm. and then there's generally four weeks in in every single month. Yeah. I need two and a half grand a week. You're like, okay, cool. Then how many products do I need to sell to get to that 200 grand, or how many services do I need to sell, and then work it backwards all the way through? Mm-hmm. Because I think you know, there's the age old saying, how long, uh, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Not the you eat elephants, but how I would know, you eat elephants? I've said this before. Yeah. I know. What is it? You forgot? No, go on. No, it's yours. You got the answer. Just one bite at a time. That's it, mate. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I think that's um, that's an important part of the year, um, and obviously, you know, we're doing that now. And, and like you said, you've taken on a business mentor, which is pretty cool. I'm so Maybe. excited. I've actually started mentoring other people in business as well, which is mm. also really really cool. Like other than just doing social media coaching and coaching on how to do your Instagram, I've been mentoring social media managers on how to run their business, yep. which is really cool. I love it. Hmm, it's good. And I think that's the other thing, you know, it's really exciting um, when you are doing something that you think is your core business and then all of a sudden a couple of people kicking the door down and going, hey, can you do this? And you're like, I haven't really thought about that before. And that's the bit where you can really start augmenting your business, Mm -hmm. which is a technical term for making it bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can actually start picking up some random services. I mean, um, I think we should probably talk about 
um, obviously your mentor a little bit um, mm. and maybe, I don't know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about asking her to come on the podcast and talk oh, about funnels. That's a good idea. She's the funnel queen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got a business mentor. She is in the US and she has a multi-million dollar business. Yeah. Because for me, I found, well, I would like to get a mentor from someone where I would like to be in the future. Yep. And that's that's my idea of getting a good mentor is for something you want to learn from someone that is is already doing what you're doing. Agreed. And she's killing it. Her and her husband are killing it. Mm. And I have learned so much in the last few weeks. Just the way I talk on social, the way I structure my captions, even my emails, just little mm. things like that in marketing and then in business as well. And she's helped me a lot with restructuring my packages. And she was like, yep. "Well, how much do you want to be making per month?" And I'll, and you know, you don't, you don't, I don't really have a number. It just mm. goes up. Yeah. Well, you seem to be achieving your numbers pretty regularly, so that does help. But I think the selection criteria and the way we actually went about getting a mentor is really, really good because a lot of people are happy to offer advice. Mm. And a lot of those people offer advice at a barbecue over a beer, and you're like, "Cool, who the hell are you to tell me what I should be doing?" Right? Like, and look, to be honest with you, if you're having a beer with a multimillionaire, he goes, "Mate, do X, Y, and Z," which we actually have access to. Like a couple of our, couple of our friends' parents are, you know, extremely successful and, and quite wealthy, and and um, um, they're happy to offer advice. But again, they're, they're quite category knowledge, mm. if that makes sense. Like they have certain skills in certain areas. So you need to be diligent about what advice you actually take on board. Yeah. Um, one of our family friends is a, a really, really good friend of ours. Uh, actually, one of my best mans, um, Taze. His dad is, is you know, done really well for himself. But he's a, he's a, he's a commercial property man, mm-hmm. right? So I remember when you were having a chat to him and he's like, how's your business going? You're like, yeah, this is, this is how it's going. And he's like, wow, that's pretty impressive. And he didn't know anything about social media. Yeah. He didn't know anything. But so many people don't. I still speak to so many people and I literally am convincing them to use social media for their business. But some, like I totally get some businesses are so fully booked and it's all word of mouth and you don't need it and you don't have time to be on it, which is fine. But then there are some businesses where you would benefit so much and I feel like I am convincing them. Yeah. And the way I go to go about that is like the internet is still such a new thing for us. You know, mm. we haven't had that, but look how it's changed the whole world. Insane. And that's exactly what social media does. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yep. the way we work. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, so, you know, um, Tay's dad, um, I, I call him Dr. Kimi, um, Greg, because <laughs> he is a bit of a doctor. He knows, he knows a lot about a lot. He's the type of guy you would go to like, right, I've got a, a packet of money. What do I want to do with it? How do I want to invest in it? You know, and he'd give you advice on commercial property brilliant right he wouldn't even really know too much about the stock market so when we were having a beer with him at the barbecue we we're like cool you know um we would have a chat to him and it's it's a, like a consultation thing where you know you're giving them advice about what you do and vice versa but i think going back to when we actually took on this mentor um which you know wasn't cheap at all we we went through three yeah. or four yeah yeah before I, went, we selected I did one i did a couple i did a bit of research but then when i got on the phone with garrett I just felt like my intuition just went nuts and mm. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is the right fit. I was talking to a few others and I was like, sort of like, mm, not sure. Yeah. yeah. We had one guy on the phone. It was pretty bad. 
um, it, was, it was actually really, really good funnel. He had like this free downloadable, so I downloaded it, put in my email, and then they called me, and then we had this pitch. Anyway, so I did the pitch meeting, and at the end of the pitch meeting, he asked for credit card details, and I was like, that's yeah. a major red flag. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. Also, no. I was like, so what am I going to get out of this exactly? And he was like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, it's going to, it's, I don't know what you need. Strategic. And I was like, so yeah. how, how do you know that I even need you? Yeah. And he couldn't answer. Yeah. And I was it, like, okay. Yeah, bad juju, man. And I was bad like, when, even when I'm trying to, when I'm speaking to people about me coaching them, I always, always see, like ask them all the questions about what they're struggling with yep. to make sure that I actually am the right person to help you. Yep. I don't want to just sell you for the sake of it. Like yeah. I actually want to see if I can help you with what you're struggling with. Like the other day I got on a discovery call with a girl and, um, she jumped on and she was like, I really want you to help me with um, creating ads. And I was like, that's not something that I offer at the moment. Like my business, my business doesn't do ads at the moment. We do organic yeah. marketing only, but I recommended her all these other people. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to go down and be like, yeah, sure. I can totally do that for you. Yeah, and then make it up on the spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that goes back to a branding piece. Like if you do do it, it doesn't go well. She's going to tell her friends and exactly. then that's not going to do you any favors. Right. But I think also um, the one thing that I'm quite proud of, from from me to you uh is that your bullshit radar starting to get real good because i you had this one business mentor person and you booked a meeting and i think you asked me to come and i couldn't make it for some reason anyway and i called you afterwards i was like oh how did that other one i think it was the second one we went through and i was like oh how did you think and you're like nah bullshit and i was like what do you mean he's like oh i could just you know couldn't give me tangible answers didn't really know the products whatever whatever <laughs> or didn't really know the service or didn't understand it um, and that's the thing in, in business, there are a lot of people that are just snatch your cash and go. Mm. Um, and then all they do is they play, play a probability game where they just do that to thousands of people, get a bit of cash and bail, right? Which it's is so bad. It's unethical is what it is. But, you know, you can't, you, you just have to be in business a little bit precautious. And that's yeah. where I think obviously, you know, saying no to customers for things you can't do, that's where it starts, right? And then it obviously evolves from there. But your current mentor, um, which uh, I think maybe- Janae. Yes, she's she's awesome, um, but also she's she's very specific in the industry. Yeah, um, she is where you want to be. She works in America, which is obviously a much bigger market and more advanced than Australia in many ways. Yeah, um, I'd say Australia's got its own you know flavors and definitely some advantages. But you know, if they they can land it in America and we can you know learn something from them and deploy it here, that's that's generally a mm. good strategy. You know. Yeah, she's given me a lot of inspiration to actually do the next section to the course right so the course is really great if you're starting out on instagram or if you've been using it for your business and you're not really getting results you don't know how to create the content and i basically take you through and teach you how to do that so that you can grow your instagram to yep. make money grow your business etc so yep. the next thing i well we want to create is a more in-depth one-on-one approach where we actually help you Mm. like more more detailed so you know what is your customer journey on social media yeah how how do you get your leads on social media it's still to do with social media and instagram but it's more in depth about actually growing your business side of it yeah yeah which mm. is cool so we'll be putting together a couple of exciting things which i think we'll announce in the next couple of months just around yeah the evolution and how much longer do you have on your your mentorship program what is it now july August, August 
for halfway through August. Yeah, cool, cool. So Gosh, yeah, we're, I've got to stop partying. <laughs> got to start studying. Yeah, man, you better study, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think what we're going to do is obviously learn everything we can and then sort of adapt it to our business and, and try and, you know, then pass on the knowledge and, and help other people yeah. and, and that sort of stuff, which is super duper exciting. Yeah. Um, yes. It's so. cool. She literally, I did the webinar the other, the other night, um, which I'm going to do, redo again end of July because mm. a lot of people have requested me to do an encore. Um, but it was great because I submitted it to her and she just ripped it to shreds, which is perfect. That's what you want. Eh? I need that. Yeah. You don't need a yes man in yeah, your life. Like, yeah, like, oh, it's so no. good. It's like, no, this this is what you need to change. This is what you need to, need to add. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. what I need. Yeah, it's super frustrating. Like, I used to I had a bit of a slightly different dynamic, but same topic before where um, my old boss, <laughs> I used to be like, he's like, oh, go, go do this project, come back to me. And then I'd come back, present the project, and he'd be like, yeah, nah, I want you to do it my way. And I'm like, so you basically just want me to say yes to what your original idea was and prove it. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, hmm, okay. So, <laughs> you know, Tommy Carlton was always like, surround yourself in a business with people that are very, very smart and know their stuff. And those people that have skill sets, not necessarily exactly the same as yours. So when you ask them to do stuff, they come yeah. back with like really interesting, funky, cool ideas. And then you get to leverage them and, and do stuff Correct. with it, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, going with the flow. And if, you, if you're helping somebody and you just like you've had customers that come to you and all they want you to do is prove what they've said is correct and agree with it and yeah. then put it into strategies and you're like, no, bro. That's that's what I really love about the course as well, because so many people actually put their homework in and they want feedback, and I give it to them, and I'm like, "This is what to change. This is what you should do." And they're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Thank mm. you." Like, I got yeah, you, girl. But those I are your, you. but those are your customers, right? They come to you yeah. as the, you know the, the the source of truth, and then you you do that, and then you put it out. Happy days. When you have those customers, you're like, "Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong," and they get defensive. You're like, oh, "Come on, man! Like, you came to me for help." Not this is wrong. This is just what well, I you know would what do I mean. Oh, yeah, I would do differently. I'd augment this. I'd change that. This could do with the tune up, whatever it is. Mm. But then they get defensive about it, and they're like, "No, I'm going to do it my way." It's like, cool. Then why are we talking to get, like what, yeah. what? What are we doing here? Yeah. yeah, interesting, no less. Anyway, segue. Bart wants me to do more YouTube videos. Yes. So if um if if you would like me to jump back on the bandwagon, send me a, a message because I'm not going to do it unless enough people say do it. Yeah. Well, I know you're super busy, but we're thinking we'll do one a week. Um, we want some, I don't know, um, you know, something that... Uh, I just want to make them cooler rather than being like, hey guys. Yeah. Nah, I know what you mean. Well, I, I, I want to get back into video editing again um, because we've been super distracted this year. It's been super all over the shop. And your YouTube page has just been growing organically and naturally and by mm, itself, which is which is in like fun. a year and it's just... And it just keeps going up, yeah. So there's obviously some good content there, but we want to hear from you guys what you want to hear. Um, and obviously on the podcast, is more about, you know, we, we're talking and you guys can hear this and listen in the car and whatever else. But I think if there's anything on YouTube that we can show you through um, I think might be really really good so if there's mm. any burning questions um, please feel free to reach out and tell Ella and then we'll put some stuff down mm-hmm. um, yeah get back on the horse a little bit yeah which is good yeah put Bart back to work <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that's what we need mm. um, yeah it's good it's yeah good. Bart's gonna start getting more involved in GramFam too and actually start commenting in the Facebook group and welcoming yes. you all yes 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 I will be. No it's, it's, no, it's just one of those things, mate. It's been very distracting, moving interstate, changing jobs, doing all these other bits and bobs and 
whatever else but i think um it's all settled down now we've got back into a rhythm a little bit as well i didn't have work for yeah i was well i was uh, on gardening leave i don't know if anybody knows what that is it means he has to water the gardens <laughs> <laughs> yeah so when you leave a business if you go to a competitor you normally they stand you down for four weeks so you can't work for anyone um else and you can't do anything on the new business so basically i had four weeks off uh, and then i took an extra week just to sort of relax which means i just went four-wheel driving and chilling with the boys and whatever but now that's all done and the house is sorted and back into work and back into routine i think it's time to start doing a bit of this uh, extra stuff around the fringe mm-hmm. mm. is that what you call it the fringe <laughs> my business is the fringe <laughs> no mate i meant more like we're doing all the core stuff but i think um some of the things we forgot about we should get back on <laughs> A little bit more. You disagree? No. No. Go for it. Cool. All right. Well, I think <laughs> that's pretty much it. Your mum's coming over. I've got to give her a drone lesson in a minute, which is going to be super oh, exciting. Show yeah. me how to use the drone. Uh, I bought her a drone because <laughs> she was like, I want to learn how to drive, like drone she's fly. She's a little Polish lady. Yeah, she's, super, she's super cute. Yeah. And tech, not savvy. <laughs> she's not annoying, mate. you got to back up. Your mum's awesome. Um, but yeah, so she's coming over in a minute for a drone, drone lesson and... Um, and then you've got a full day of content. Yes, I'm doing reels all day. So if you are listening to this a few days later, I was yeah. going to post it on my stories. Oh, cool. Today. No worries. That sounds like fun. Are you going gonna to keep it real? Keep it real. Yeah, that's a dad joke You're for funny. you. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Uh, anyway, and then I'm getting kicked to the house. So I think we better get to it. Yeah, bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs>